Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. It's Wes and Walker on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Again, just one more hour to go. We'll bring you up until 3 p.m. before Kyle Bailey. You can text us on the Garage Door Guru text line 704-570-9610. Again, the number is 704-570-9610. I did want to bring up something within the NBA last night regarding the Lakers and specifically LeBron James. So he did answer some questions after the Lakers beat Portland 128-109. They asked him a few things about the basketball games getting back into the win column once again but LeBron James did want to know why he had not been asked about the photograph that recently surfaced showing Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones at the age of 14 peering over a crowd of white students who were attempting to block six black students from entering the doors of North Little Rock High School in 1957 known as the Little Rock Nine. Uh, LeBron said, quote, I got one question for you guys before you guys leave. I was thinking when I was on the way over here, I was wondering why I haven't gotten a question from you guys about the Jerry Jones photo. His reasoning being that he was a Dallas Cowboys fan. He did say that he used to be a fan and it was pretty well known with the star. He always loved the Dallas Cowboys before their demonstration. And then Jerry Jones saying that every player is going to respect Colin Kaepernick's or every player is going to respect the actual flag being shown. They're not going to kneel when the national anthem is being played. And LeBron James took offense to that and actually decided that he was not going to support the Dallas Cowboys anymore. He had a problem with media not asking LeBron about the Jerry Jones photo, but the fact that they would ask him about Kyrie Irving and the promotion of an anti-Semitic documentary or not documentary, but video Mm -hmm. that was also on Amazon and Amazon Prime. What do you make of LeBron's comments? And Wes, did you have anything else to say about the Jerry Jones photo that did surface in that incident that took place in 1957? Well, we do know, you know, Fiddy and I, we we talk about LeBron and the different things that he does and how we don't like him on the court. But this is one of the things off the court that was very strong by him. Uh, I agree with him 100%. They asked LeBron about a lot of the big social uh, issues and topics. And I thought that LeBron was 100% correct in everything that he said. Uh, Just the fact that, um, you know, this has just been swept under the rug. You know, every time there's a white man uh, that does something in the sports world that is unsavory, it gets swept under the rug. We don't talk about Brett Favre like that. He hasn't gotten the national heat like he should. And then here we go again with Jerry Jones. And it's something that, as LeBron said, it's just been quickly swept under the rug and we move on instead of him being vilified for doing something. And I know he was 14 and there's a lot of people and a lot of races that if we, you know, went back into things that we did when we were teenagers, we might not be so thrilled about it as well. Every, you know, ethnicity group has races and everybody, a lot of people say things you know, and the privacy of their homes and do different things. But this was out in the public. This was a photo. And I feel like Jerry Jones had a chance to denounce racism and say, hey, you know, this is where I was at when I was 14, where I grew up in Arkansas. This is not where I'm at now. I'm not with this at all. He hasn't said that. And I think that tells you a lot. I think the silence is deafening uh, in this instance. And uh, it's just another case of, like I said, we, we see 
the 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 privilege in this country where you know rich white men can get away with uh, a lot of things and they're not going to be questioned and not going to be vilified as much as uh, a lot of the black athletes and contemporaries and things of that nature. A lot of the defense for what Jerry Jones did at 14 years old is that it is the fact that he was 14 years old Correct. in 1957. And for me, that's fine if you want to use that defense to some degree and that he might not be that guy anymore. This is not the same as when other athletes have had a tweet resurface at the age of 12, 14, 16, whatever, where they, a white person tweets out the N-word, right? right? And then everybody holds that against him. I agree. To, to take the magnifying glass out for people that are 12, 14 years old when they have an N-word in a tweet, that seems to be a little too... Um, after the fact to try to go back and right. just catch them slipping. But let's not ignore the extremely historical importance that happened with the Little Rock Nine in 1957, man. We're talking about actual straight-up racism where people are showing up to block the doorway Correct. for black kids that are being integrated into a white school. And Jerry Jones was there. And now, the comment that I have, this is my problem with Jerry, right? He could have come out and he could have said, I was 14, it was not something that I'm proud of at all. I condemn that. I should not have gone there at all. I, I hate that I did this, and everybody has every right to be upset despite my young age. But he didn't say that. He kept trying to what seemed a little bit defensive and saying that he was there for a curiosity standpoint, that he was there because he was curious with no intention of harassing black students. And then he said he didn't realize at the time how significant a moment it was. Man, I look, even at the age of 14, which clearly plenty of people have made mistakes, I don't want to be judged for the things that I did at 14 or else that would be something that I would not be proud of either with some different demonstrations or moments, whatever. But the fact that you chose to defend it with this curiosity mm -hmm. defense, the, the, the fact that you did not condemn yourself saying, look, everybody has every right. Like we're, we're not talking about a tweet, man. Like mm -hmm. this is actual, this is you blocking. This is you watching black students being integrated into a white school. And there was a lot of historical significance even at that time. And you know what the, the other crazy thing here is? It goes to show you it wasn't crazy long ago. Like 1957, it is not like we're talking about the jokes that we have on this day in sports history where do you think any black people were playing on this team reference in 1890 or 1920? Man, this is almost 1960. So look, the, the, the comment or lack thereof from Jerry Jones, the one thing I'll just to be yeah. fair, right? Jerry Jones did say at the end, I'll be very candid with you quote. I've often asked, why didn't you do more? Why didn't you get up and have them come up on the bus and sit rather than standing back there? Why did you not do more? Okay. Answer that for us, yeah. you know, and then you have the Colin Kaepernick stuff where he did say every player that is black on this team, black, white, whatever, you are going to respect the national anthem. So it's OK to actually criticize Jerry Jones for some of this and ask him the pertinent questions that are allowed to be asked when a photo like this surfaces Correct. for someone in that position of power. Yeah, no doubt about it. And the thing is, the curiosity thing, I'm not buying 100% either. Come on, you, you live, you're 14 years old. By the time I was 14, I fanc fancied myself fairly sharp for my age, enough to know about racism and treating people uh, unjustly. And so you live in rural Arkansas. You're telling me that the N-word and racial epithets was not thrown around by your friends and probably your parents and family members on a regular basis. And I'm sure when it was announced that these kids were going to be attending school, that um, that this was not talked about.
and opinions were given and you know what those opinions were sounding like. So that's what a curiosity thing kind of gets me. I mean, did he want to see if something was going to happen to them or whatever the case may be? But, you know, in rural Arkansas and everywhere in the country at that time, but especially in places like that, I'm not sure how much curiosity there was as far as what was going on. Yeah. All you had to say was it was a bad moment. I own it. It was not something I'm proud of and shouldn't have done it. I, I hate that I did it. But that's not necessarily what he did. Like, just take 100% ownership of it. That That's the thing. People that are still, you know, writing yeah, in the text line saying it. that he was 14 Why years old. Why can't you denounce it? Okay, that's fine. the part that's, that, that makes me curious. Just denounce the hell out of it. Right. Actually, just say, like, oh, yeah. yeah like, you I sit up there with Des Bryant and you talk about Michael and Emmett. I love what the way he says Michael. Yeah, Jerry Michael. Jones. He's got You talk about all these guys. Yeah. yeah Why the, can't the you get up there and say, yeah, that was me then, but. But I realize how, you know, this was and crazy. It really makes you think about the conversations behind the scenes, what's being said, and, you know, things applying to him. Why aren't you denouncing it? Because you sure enough love the photo ops and hanging out with the black players. And you sure made plenty enough money off the backs of, of black athletes. There have been white athletes that play for the Cowboys as well. But we know who the big dogs were in that organization. A lot of them, the overwhelming majority. So why can't you denounce that come on man look when you're that powerful you have to answer for that photo Seriously, this that is a happened new era man we're signif- not playing this is not a tweet this is a yeah, significant we put those event feet, them crusty feet to the fire yeah 100 704-570-9610 you can text into the garage door guru guest line and text line and you can be angry that we're talking about that but that photo matters man and that doesn't yeah, matter doesn't bother me at all turn so, off your radio we don't want you <laughs> listening you're gonna get mad about that all right let's talk a little bit more about the college football playoff expansion because that is something we did want to get to before we also have have an all-time ACC basketball player draft in honor of Jay Billis getting yelled at. He talked about it in the ACC Big Ten Challenge where people were yelling at him on the internet because they were mad he might not have included a Tyler Hansborough, maybe James Worthy, some other North Carolina Tar Heels that could have been mentioned in all of that, um, but he didn't. So we'll get to that draft in just a moment. Instead, we'll do college football playoff expansion right now. Do you think that ultimately expanding the field from four teams to 12 where you have a little bit more of a tournament rather than just what seems to be two games. It's too little of a tournament to to feel the true sense of attorney, right? So if you have 12 teams, Wes, do you think you're still going to be getting guys that sit out these significant games in order to prepare for the NFL draft? Or do you think that goes right away? Like all these top 12 teams that get in, do you think those guys preparing for the NFL draft, they're all pretty much oh, that's going a to play? Wrap. No it's a way. Wrap. It, there's no way for one, I think pro scouts and I think that would be very frowned upon for you to bail on your team at such a critical juncture in your season. Uh, and no, man, as a teammate, come on now, I'm already in the boat of if you decide to ride for the season, you need to ride the entire season. OK, I just feel like the data's not there. People love to bring up the one or two guys that get hurt that it may have hurt their draft stock a little. But, you know, for the guys that were going to be high draft picks, they still end up being as much anyway. And there were guys who've been hurt, uh, like the corner from Washington, I forget what his name was, that got hurt preparing for the draft. Uh, He got hurt preparing for the draft. So, you know, I think that when you sign up to play for the season, you need to play all the games and finish it out. Um, So, yeah, I think this gets rid of that because the the chase and the allure of a championship – 
I think it's just too much, and guys have too much pride about their schools, their programs, uh, for them to decide to bail on such a at such a critical moment in the season. So you hate it even now, like even with the four where you have guys that will sit out for bowl games that don't it. matter towards winning a championship. I can't stand See, it. but man, as somebody that likes to protect the Skrilla, I would imagine that yeah, you nah, would be man, in favor but, of but, this. But I'm also, you know, my mom taught me at a very young age that you finish what you start, man. And if you decide to come out there and ride with the boys, then you got to go the whole time, man. Don't tell me, like, you're going to play with us and then right at the end, you're like, I, I, I can't play. I don't want to get hurt. I'm like, nah, get out there and play, dog. You signed up for the season because you use the season to help improve or to help get your stock up. So, you know what I'm saying? Why you want to bail now? I mean, the thing is, if you get hurt, though, that matters, man. And I A know little. it does. I mean, especially, look, if you're a Hendon Hooker, I have to imagine that there is some sort of fallback that you have from the torn ACL, but he was never going to be, he had to have this season, right? So Hendon Hooker's not the best example, Mm -hmm. but he tore his ACL, Mm -hmm. and I have to imagine he would be selected higher had he not torn his ACL. And if you have some of these players that go in, I think, I don't know, who was it? Jake Butt, the tight end from Michigan, who got injured at the very end of the year, was supposed to be a top 10 tight end and never lived up to it. Just feel like that's enough of a scare for me to say, okay, bowl game. Okay, right, but they have big guys injured. Like I said, the kid from Washington, I forget what his name was. He tore his Achilles preparing for the draft. You get guys that get hurt preparing for the draft, and there's not a ton of them. But there's more control, for sure. It's not bulletproof. Yeah, but there's not a ton of guys who have been hurt in bowl games. People love to point to the Willis McGahees or the Jalen Smiths or, or situations like that. The one or two instances where guys get hurt and say that, oh, guys shouldn't be playing for a meaningless bowl game. I'm, I mean, I'm just a team guy, man. I'm going to play. Well, that's that's what makes you so special, and we appreciate you for being a team guy here. <laughs> so you're not going to skip out on any of the shows we might no, have I'm for Wes and Walker. Out. We appreciate no. it. The, the, if you were a player and had somebody do that on your team, you're saying I'd that be there, annoyed by there'd that. be no understanding. Well, there wouldn't be I much understanding. I can understand it, but I'd be annoyed by it. I'm Would you like, talk man, to him? Yeah, I'd be like, dog, I'm like, You've been with us so far, man. Like, you know, let's finish. Well, you had – who did you have on your team? Was it uh, Aaron we Curry? Didn't have any. No, he was young. So, I, I mean, because Alfonso Smith and, and Riley Skinner, they were a little bit after, right? They like, were young. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, on our team, like I said, we didn't have any top prospects because Calvin Pace that went first round, he right. was there before. I mean, he was there – he was older. But, you know, and it was a different era because he didn't sit out of the bowl game. Right. And it was uh, a different era, right? We are yeah. talking about because you're older. Yeah. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> you're yeah. The OG. Correct. You're the OG of Correct. the Wilson Walker show. Correct. All right. We'll come back. We'll talk a little bit more about the ACC lineup because I, I know Fiddy was mad that Tyler Hansborough did not get into the top five. We talked a little bit about that. So we're going to have a draft, okay? It's something we've done a couple of times. We drafted Charlotte Hornets to play football for us. We also drafted... Turkey, rolls, mac and cheese for our Thanksgiving <laughs> yeah. dishes. We're now going to draft the all-time ACC basketball players. Is Fiddy players. in on this, too? I, well, I, Fiddy, do you want to draft or do you want to be the judge? Because I will give up my seat if you want to be Oh, he wants to judge. I forgot he's a good judge. It, yeah, well, you are a good judge, but you can participate if you want. I can be the judge. Or I can just do both. You can do both. You did it in Thanksgiving. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I asked whose house you were going to attend for Thanksgiving, and you said, nobody's. Well, I want you guys to know that all you that wanted to come to my house for Thanksgiving, I informed my mama that we were expecting 
Lightning Company. She made all this food, and you bastards didn't show up. So don't well, we never got an invite, you bastards? Well, because I didn't invite you because you don't want to come to my house. Well, I, I would, said, but I, I would say they can just come now. But please don't keep eating Thanksgiving leftovers. Apparently, because I got <laughs> chastised. And for listen, that. for the old heads out there. If the player did not play before there was integration, don't expect to hear his name, at least coming out of my mouth. <laughs> we'll keep going to that. I'm not picking guys that didn't know how to cross over dribble. You're not picking Max Slavsky of North Carolina yeah, no, in like no, the okay. 1920s? You, you said that name twice. What era did he play in? I think it was like the 20s or something was like that. Was he on the 24 national title team? I think he might have been. We'll get the research team on it. All right, perfect. This research team. We need to pay them grinding. overtime. Grinding. They are doing the grind dinner like Wes did with Mountain Dew and different types of almond yeah. mix. It's Wes and Walker coming up next. Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Biggie. Weston Walker, Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNZ. It's becoming one of my favorite things we do on the show. Why are you laughing at us, Fiddy? What's going on? I'm not laughing at us. It's you. Why are you laughing? (laughs) All right. So before what you just did, like Mm -hmm. arguably the whitest thing you ever did on the show was when we came back in with an Eminem beat, you just went spaghetti, spaghetti, spaghetti. Right. But when I hit this this, uh, instrumental, Mm -hmm. uh, you just looked up and you were like, Biggie. And it just came out so Claremont County, and you owned it. Did I say Biggie? Yes. Did it, was it? I loud? thought I heard you say Biggie. Okay. It just happened a minute ago. How did you forget? It just something took me by storm. I guess that was the beat. I don't know. I just had no clue that I was doing it, but I didn't know what you were laughing at. Uh, I mean, look, if I'm laughing. No. Just assume I'm laughing at you. No, I do. That's why I was asking. I I do assume that. No, but here's the other thing. I walked in today, right? I've got my hat backwards on today, and I've worn my hat backwards before in front of Fiddy, especially on the weekends when I'm doing Panthers postgame or whatever. I've had to fill in a couple times, and I've never been called out like this before, but then Fiddy starts laughing immediately when I walk in. A little bit, all right, self-check, what's going on? He's the, he's the kind of guy that allows you to feel all these insecurities. And so I'm asking why he's laughing. He said, you look like you walked straight out of a white men can't jump movie. And after maybe you just got destroyed by some people on the court. And it was because I had my hat backwards. Now, you said that. You said also it was because of the Charlotte Bobcat shooting shirt that I have on. Fair, backwards hat, shooting shirt, cool. Flounder walks in. And says, you look like a new age country singer that true OG country fans don't like. <laughs> so very opposite ends of the spectrum here. You think I'm going to, you think I look like white men can't jump Billy Hoyle. And then <laughs> Flounder says, I look like some new age country singer. Which one is it? Wes, can we go to you for the tiebreaker? Which one am I? White men can't jump all day long. I think it's because I have a mass general yeah. store hat. Look, I mean, you're about to go. Hustle somebody and hoop. <laughs> I've got my tie-dye shorts on. I'm yeah. walking back. Hey, I'll, I'll pick that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then we're going to have to – somebody's about to go pop the trunk. Right. Because we just hustled someone, and then I'm running uh, very, very – as fast as I possibly can to run away. All right, let's go to the ACC all-time basketball team we're about to draft. Do we have music under this, or do we just have some of the sound bites when the pick is in? I've got the sounder, but if you want some music, I can get you some music. Okay. I don't know why you had that inflection, but that's fair enough. We don't have to use the music. That's fine. We can okay. just go with the sound bite. Um, we did a weird pin game to allow Wes <laughs> choosing first in this draft. So, Wes, go ahead. With the number one overall pick, you have the floor. With the number one overall pick, 
Wes Bryant. <laughs> it's going to take David Thompson out of NC State, the Skywalk. Okay, yeah. By the way, somebody corrected me. Claremont County, you mean Catawba County. That's right. Uh, crib. Yeah, David Thompson, not a bad number one overall pick because, well, I mean, there's a few that you could choose a couple of other players. I mean, I'll, I'll choose who you should have chosen first, but there's a couple of other guys you could have chosen. That man is the greatest ACC player. He probably is. I think I would have gone David Thompson number one, but <laughs> because you chose David Thompson number one overall, the pick is in for Walker Mail. All right. And with the first pick in the all-time ACC basketball player draft, a part of Sports Radio 92.7, part of it is just who I want. I'm oh, gonna, God. I'm going to go with Michael Jordan. All right. I'm going with MJ. He's the GOAT for a reason. I know that he did not become the GOAT at North Carolina, but I can't have a draft Taking basketball players where Michael Jordan is a part of the player pool and not select the greatest basketball player of all time. So Michael Jordan, even if you didn't have as decorated of a college career as some of these other guys, I'm still going to take MJ, the GOAT, number 23. Welcome to Team Walker. Number two, Wes, who you got? With my number two selection, (laughs) I will be taking Ralph Sam. Mm. This was the problem you had with Jay Billis last night, Fiddy. It's the fact that Ralph Sampson and Tim Duncan made it over Tyler Hansborough, yeah. and you thought it was pretty clear that Hansborough should be in the top five. So now Sampson and David Thompson, I I feel like that's strong. Sampson's accolades, three-time player of the yeah. year in all of college basketball, does not have the championship, did get bounced once by NC State when they had the Survive Advance team winning in 83, eventually beating Phi Slamma Jamma. So I like Ralph Sampson being your second uh, second pick, third overall. I'm going to make Heels fans proud. I'm going back to the well, or maybe I should say the fountain. Okay. The, there is a well. The, the number two pick is in. And with the second pick for Team Walker, I'm taking Fitty's boy. Tyler Hansborough. Welcome to the squad. We talked about it a little bit before we hopped on the air today. Pretty big damn storybook career. For Tyler Hansborough, mm-hmm. um, what he accomplished is extremely impressive. You look at Tyler Hansborough, and he was left off the list. I'm trying to bring up his stats right now just so I don't get any wrong. But you could argue he's the best ACC player of all time. Now, maybe not with the wildness that oh, David no Thompson. no doubt about it. You're not going to get an argument out of me. Today. Yes. His career is the stuff of dreams. So, 06 freshman of the year in the conference. Conference's all-time leading scorer, scoring a total of 2,872 points. Holds the NCAA record for most free throws made at 982. Only ACC player in history to lead his team all four years in both scoring and rebounding. Mm -hmm. Player of the year, championship, couple Final Four appearances. I don't think it's a problem at all to have Tyler Hansborough as the fourth overall pick. Not at all. Who's your third pick for West If you guys want to see... We at the ACCDN on all platforms, we did who is the GOAT for schools in basketball and football. So you would enjoy those videos. We chose five guys you would like those. So go check them out. All right. Uh, for my next pick, I will be going with, I need to start adding some shooting because we're playing today's game. I need to stretch four. I'm going with Christian Leitner. Oh, uh, yeah. Leitner's the next pick for me. 90 too. style, baby. I, I would have taken style. I would have taken him. Now, part of this is just greasing the wheels for Fiddy a little bit to pick yeah. my team. Yeah. You know, maybe just going with a little homerism with MJ <laughs> and Tyler Hansborough. Leitner would have uh, defeated that, but you drafted him. 
if there was anybody with a more ACC storied career than Hansbro, it's Leitner. Yeah. I mean, he, he's probably the guy that you could argue more so than Hansbro, despite him becoming the ACC all-time leading scorer. But you think of March when you think of Christian Leitner. You yeah. think of the championships. You think of the shot. You also think of a lot of awful things as to why they had a documentary called I Hate Christian Leitner. Correct. But it was because he was so good. That you hated him. Um, okay, so the first three picks for you, David Thompson, Ralph Sampson, Christian Leitner, looking a lot like what Jay Billis put together. I chose Michael Jordan and Tyler Hansborough. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit harder for me to pick this next one because I'm just looking at a lot of Tar Heels right now, and I find myself wanting to choose them. But I won't go all heels, and instead I'll make a different decision. The pick is in. And with the third pick for Team Walker... I'm going to go with Tim Duncan and have Tyler Hansborough and Tim Duncan on the same team. Now, I think Tyler Hansborough probably should have been on the all-time ACC list instead of Tim for Jay Billis's lineup that he came up with. Mm -hmm. But I forgot just how many accolades Tim Duncan did win at Wake Forest. We stayed all four years. He was selected as the National Defensive Player of the Year three times. (laughs) Okay, dominant defensively. ACC Player of the Year, first team All-American two years in a row, 96-97. You're talking about in his senior year leading the conference in scoring, okay? The conference, not his team. ACC in scoring, rebounding, field goal percentage, and block shots. He's the only player in the conference to ever do that in ACC history. Tim Duncan is my third pick for Team Walker. Who are you going for Team 4? All right, I need to start filling out my backcourt at this point. Yes, I'm here. With my next pick, I'm going to go with the greatest performer in the history of the ACC tournament. Okay. Interesting. I'm going to go with J.J. Redick. I need the shooting. Yeah, that's twice you've taken my player now. I was going to go with J.J. (laughs) too because I needed some help in the backcourt, and I was also going to go with Christian Leitner. Yeah, J.J., I have some of the accolades here. 2005 ACC Player of the Year. ACC all-time leading scorer in the tournament. Yeah, and Senior was named again ACC Player of the Year. Also selected, uh, I mean, just won everything his senior year. The except only thing, the national championship. Except the championship. Like, that's the <laughs> thing. You know, Tim Duncan didn't. But, you know, Hansborough, MJ did. Christian Leitner did. Ralph didn't. But Ralph was something like we haven't seen before. Right. Like, when we talk about Wimby, Wimby is the guy that you kind of compare to you know, as far as the big men that are can't miss, Shaq was can't mm-hmm. miss, Ralph Sampson can't miss, even an Anthony Davis a little bit when he was selected in 2012. You know, I, I keep going to North Carolina, guys. I don't want to. Uh-oh. It's hard when you pick an all-ACC team to stay away from Duke and Carolina. It's, it's very hard. It is. But I need some help in the backcourt. Uh, yeah, so if I've already got my two-guard, I, I know what I'm doing. I've got my game plan. All right. I've got the, the pick is in, Fitty. Hit me with the sound. I don't care. Uh, Carolina blue all the way. That's just fine with me. Phil Ford, <laughs> welcome you. aboard. Phil Ford is going to be my point guard. MJ is going to be running two. We don't have our three yet, so we'll figure it out if we want to run big, if we want to run, want to run small. But Phil Ford is going to be that guy. He did not make the Jay Billis list last night, but probably a top 10 player in the ACC's history. I would say so. One of the best point guards in the conference's history. Averaged 19 points per game. Scored almost 2,300 points. Made him the number one scorer for a while. Now number two to Tyler Hansborough. Also, um, the first player in ACC history ever to score 2,000 points and hand out more than 600 assists. Give me Phil Ford. Not my favorite Carolina point guard, but certainly probably the best in history. So, So give me Phil Ford. 
Who's number four? Uh, the last pick for you, Wes. Yeah. Um, this one's going to be a little bit. Uh, oh, hold on, man. I'm trying to think here because okay. I'm debating if I want to go so, personal pick or. So let, let's go to the text line real quickly while you're thinking. I'll, I'll buy okay. you some time. I'm, okay. I'm that friendly of a foe for okay. you. So a couple people writing in attention. I don't want to tell you this, but I, I will anyway. Len Bias, James Worthy still on the board. Somebody wrote in how Samson was dominant. Smitty said to take Chris Paul. Somebody said if you did West, if you took CP3, then you would have the fire squad. Stanford P said, is no one taking Fiddy Marlowe out of Lancaster? We would, but they're not in the ACC. Um, yeah, somebody keeps saying, please pronounce his name correctly. Hansbro. What, what am I saying? Am I saying Hansbro? What, am I Hansborough. saying it incorrectly? Hansbro. I always called him Tyler Hansbro. Because that's how Woody Durham would. Yeah. That's three by hands, bro. Like, I mean, that's, that's, that's how we, that was his name. That was Psycho T or NC State's daddy. Yeah, I don't know what to do there. So I'm just going to call him exactly what Woody Durham does. All right, who's the last pick for you here, Wes? It's so hard. Um, I'm going to dare to be different and have a, do we have, is this positionless? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, go All ahead. Right. Phil. I mean, we got to suit up and play, and then Fiddy's going to pick who's actually going to win. So that's, right. so so I'm going to go, you know, with a point forward and get my defense all knocked out in one. I'm going to go with Grant Hill as my point mm. guard. That's not bad. No, I don't. Like, I get why you Grant asked. Grant Hill is going to be my point guard. But Grant Hill is is fantastic. Who was your fourth pick? Uh, I got Thompson, Sampson, Leighton, and Hill, Reddick. Okay. So, yeah, you picked Reddick, and that was who I was going to pick. Um, Yeah, pick is in for me, too. I'll just go with the next one. With the final pick. In the all-time ACC basketball player draft, <laughs> Team Walker selects their small forward, R.I.P. Mr. Len Bias. Okay. Yeah. Right. So we we have some Maryland representation. Yes. Your Len- girlfriend will love that thirty for thirty about him, by the way. Yeah, I know Len Bias. Almost. Uh, Bias yeah, because I was debating at the end. I almost wanted to just go off the rails and go with my era. Uh, personal picks with either Marbury or Steve Francis. I know Steve. Fra- well, I mean, he's not even the other Maryland guy I was thinking of. Yeah, I was Francis thinking about Juan Dixon, Steve, man. No. Juan Dixon was Steve crazy. Blake. Too. Uh, Steve, yeah. Steve Blake was Steve Ill. Blake with the two piece. Yeah. I, would I used to get busy with him on NBA Live. Oh, yeah. There was so much Off fun. Off the bench. I wanted Juan Dixon to be so good in the NBA, and it just never worked out. Yeah. Also, shout out to Greensboro's own Chris Wilcox. That whole Maryland team was fun. Oh, yeah. Lonnie Baxter. And then, and then the guy that was my favorite player for a long time and just logic couldn't do it. Joe Smith was my man when he was at Maryland. Yeah. My man. Jam and Joe. Yeah. I have a signed basketball card he of him. Sick. It's not worth very much. All right. Here's the top five. So, Wes drafted David Thompson first, Ralph Sampson second. Christian Leitner third, J.J. Reddick fourth, and you actually have Grant Hill, a very large point guard, running right. everything for your all-time That's ACC team. That's what he did team. for Coach K like his last year or two. He did. I went with Michael Jordan, Tyler Hansbrough, Tim Duncan, <laughs> Phil Ford, and Len Bias running small forward. When I give you the authority in this segment, Fiddy, the choice between who you think would win between Team West and Team Walker, who do you think wins that pickup basketball game? I think it's your team, and I don't think it's really all that close. Yeah, there we go. Okay. What, what are the reasons? Well, first off, you got Tyler Hansbro, the greatest ACC player of all time, <laughs> fourteen or four-time All-American, four-time All-ACC, the, the conference's leading scorer. He's going to get to the foul line. You can't guard him. Then you got Tim Duncan beside him, that high-low game. How are you stopping that? Then you got Lynn Bias. An athletic freak, a god. 
There's no way you're guarding that guy on, on the perimeter. Then you got Michael Jordan. The only guy that could hold him under 20 in college was the legendary Dean Smith. He'll get his 20-piece. And then this pickup Or game. Dan Dockage, if you ask him. Oh, God. Don't get me started on Dan Dockage. <laughs> you, you angry tweeted him last night. Yes, I did. I can't stand that irrelevant loser. And then you have Phil Ford running <laughs> the show. Like, there, there's just too many pieces. The fact that Wes, a known, tried-and-true Wake Forest alum, yep, left off both Tim Duncan and Chris Paul, they should just revoke your diploma That's r- right, right off That's your wall. That's fine. They don't that. show me no love anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm just sad. I was about to talk trash too, but now I'm sad. <laughs> now I just want Wake Forest to show you some yeah, love. Wendy's nephew said Wes went to tight ends again. Wes, what is it with you and tight ends? <laughs> there you go. I got Green Hill running my point, man, and I got my shooters. No, I honestly, I like the team. I mean, you went heavy with the Dukies. Christian Leitner, J.J. Reddick, Grant Hill. I mean, it's impressive. David Thompson and Ralph Sampson. It's not... It's a great That's basketball That's how I'm stopping team. the high-low game. Big Samson down there going to be blocking those shots. Yeah, I mean, I, I expect Hansbro to dunk on him like Kenny George was he down ain't there. He dunking on Samson. <laughs> yes. Almost said he was going to dunk on Kenny George, and he put him on a poster. Yeah, he ain't uh, dunking on Samson. I, I do want to talk about some of the other guys that we left off, because if I was choosing favorite, I'm sure we yeah, both would have. Yeah, I had a have, pool of guys. Yeah, yeah. So let's, let's get to that in just a moment. We have the tickets to give out, too, in just a second, but not before we get to the Fitty Flash. What you got for us in the final one, Fitty? We actually got some significant news coming out of college football Michigan running back and Heisman candidate Blake Corum his season is over he's going to have surgery on that knee that kept him out of the game against Ohio State it didn't matter because Donovan Edwards was just absolutely amazing for Michigan this feels like a blow though for the Wolverines that they feel like they feel like a much more of a legit contender this year than they were last year assuming they make the playoff but no number two in that backfield is a death blow to their national title hopes. It's really tough. I know you didn't even really believe in Michigan all that much to no, win the I championship. Didn't say that. I said if they if they got great quarterback play from McCarthy, I felt like they had a, a shot. So what about now without Blake Corum? That's going to be tough because he was so integral to what they did all year. I'm not saying they got no shot, but that's tough without a guy that's such a difference maker like he is. Yeah, hate to see it. Heisman candidate, what he was able to do this year before everything ended for him. You know, that's certainly unfortunate. All right, now is the time. We are going to give away ACC championship tickets this weekend. You can watch North Carolina take on the Clemson Tigers, and you can get a couple of free tickets by dialing in 704-570-9610. We'll take the fourth caller. We'll just do that. The amount of teams that will make the college football playoff this time before they actually expand it to 12. Fourth caller, 704 570-9610. 570-9610. Be the fourth caller to win some ACC championship tickets. Just one more segment to go on Wesson Walker, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Fitty can call me being way too white on these airwaves after the dance move I just saw him do Ooh, with this music popping off and then you wanted to do whatever that was. The, the problem is I don't want to talk about it too much because I want to continue to see these dance moves as we go on. So just because I got made fun of, I had to return the favor. 
and I still want to see you do that. Maybe give a little dab every now and then. Did you feel that, though? Like, are you proud of what you just did? Hey, just like in Dirty Dancing, you can't put Baby into a corner. You can't put Fiddy into a corner. I'm going to keep on dancing. No, we'll embrace you, man. Fiddy is a guy that we embrace on this show. That's Seven, right. 704-570-9610. I wanted to read a few texts about the all-time ACC lineup. Wolfpack James wrote in, no C.J. Leslie? Question mark? No. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know what really ticked me off about him? Because when he came back as a sophomore, that was after they made their run the year before, I believe, to the Sweet 16. I bought in on, on, on that team. I thought they were going to win the ACC. Hell yeah. They smoked Carolina in Raleigh when they had Mike Gottfried there. And then after that, that was their season, like it is every year. They just imploded. Well, and, they uh, went to the Sweet 16 the one year, though. The them. year before, then they right. all came back, I'm pretty sure. Him and wasn't their point guard Lorenzo Brown? Yeah, and Zoe I was, was a big really disappointing. Lorenzo Brown guy. Really oh. disappointing, yeah. Richard Howe was on that team. Love me some Richard Howe, at least on the Sweet 16 team. Marcus Melvin's still my favorite NC State player of all time, though. Uh, Brian wrote in, no Julius Peppers for shame. If we were doing favorite, I would have Pep in there. A uh, hero of the 2000 Final Four team, Julius Peppers on the basketball squad. Love me some Jay Pep. John Sally, Bobby Hurley mentioned here. The bagel guy wrote in, you can pick Chris Paul and he can punch someone in the nuggets just like he did. <laughs> Julius Hodge, who hates that guy to this day. Julius Hodge would be my all-time favorite state player if I had he's, to choose such a thing. No, he's you're right about that. Like He's awesome. Julius Hodge is hilarious even now. And Julius Hodge actually defended North Carolina in the whole bout with Rashad McCants. He said, Rashad, look, I'm all for hating North Carolina, but Julius Hodge came in and said that he, uh, Rashad McCants is liable to say anything. So like the fact that that guy decided to defend North Carolina in that circumstance, oh, oh th th look that, at that. that says a lot. Fiddy, you're right. You're getting a new stuffed animal today. As Willie P Yay! walks by the glass. <laughs> Come on in, Willie. There's Sir Minty. No, Sir Minty and Willie P making a duo experience here. Just to, <laughs> I love to see him. I love to see him uh, walk in. Also, last text I'll read. Uh, Beef Supreme wrote in that he'll take Gerald Henderson just so his elbow can counteract Tyler Hansbrough. <laughs> which I know is something that would make Gerald Henderson, my man. <laughs> <laughs> because of that, and also maybe because you know him a little bit more. Right, yes. We're just doing a photo opportunity here, just during the show, with Willie, looking fantastic, by the way, with the weight loss, the PhD weight loss, down 40 pounds, bringing right. in Sir Minty. You want to sit down on the mic, talk what? with us a little what? bit? Sure. Let, yeah, let's do it. Look For, at him. Yeah, he is Charlotte FC'd out, by the way. Yeah. This is not mine, by the way. No, you can't eat that. You're still no, this actually, this is one of our products. Oh, the cheddar the, curls. Yeah, the cheddar curls is one of our products. Those look good. I feel like no wonder because it's easy to eat, man. How are you doing, I'm Willie? good, man. How are you guys? I, I'm doing well. Uh, I'm a little disappointed you did not bring stuffed animals for everybody. <laughs> well, the, he had expressed to me way back when in the summer when he decided to no longer sleep with Ramses <laughs> that he needed some Sir Minty plush in his life. And so I, you know, I had a conversation with the president and he was like, Hey, is this going to happen? He's like, wait until, uh, until Christmas time. I love Sir Minty. I, I, it reminds me of the old Walmart face that would make its appearance on the Walmart commercials. Very good shout. And, and yeah. And, and the fact that he's wearing what I would, uh, I think Fiddy would wear if he was a billionaire, that type of robe. <laughs> I think it, there's a, true. Th there's a lot of similarities between you I and Sir Minty. Parallels, yes. Because there's a whole, there's a whole bin of these over at the Carolina Panthers, Charlotte FC gift shop. And, uh, I think I got one of the first ones because it was very much uh, was it was very much full when I was there uh, on Black Friday. You want to know how I know I was getting it? Why is that? Mad Cat, she posted a 
I guess it was an Instagram post or it was a Twitter post of the Sarmenti. She like shared it to her Instagram story, mm. and it was so she routed me out. This was like me. this was right after you had told me you had a surprise for me, and so then I started putting two and two together. Before we let you go, mm. um, we got to break something to the air really quick. All right, let's hear it. What did I do? Because he's going to join us tomorrow too. To yeah, talk you some. are to get us ready for USA and the Netherlands on what, on Saturday. What, what did I do? Are you are you going to? Get, say something bad after I've just given you a gift? No, I just want you... I'm going to give you the chance right now to double down that you would be willing to sacrifice your man biscuits for Brant Bronico if he goes down on the pitch during the upcoming Charlotte FC season. Oh, he went Mike Vrabel on us? Is I that something what, I, he said out loud? I said what I said. I said what I said. Mac, Mac and Bone, they were asking me about Christian Pulisic taking one to the Nuggets. <laughs> and <laughs> I said, you know what? If that happens to Brant Bronico, he could have mine. And that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I have no problem with that, and and and, and I've talked to Brand about it. Everything's good. <laughs> yeah, wait, are, 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 are you, you served up with, with with Polynesian sauce, Chick Fil A sauce, or just straight uh, nuggets? It's a little too saucy for me, to too be much. honest with you. You want you want you want you want a step too far. Wes, have you ever been in a position where you were willing to offer your nuggets to someone? Never. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> so. <either. laughs> valuable. <laughs> Willie, you're a better man than me, but that's why we love you. <laughs> Offering the nuggets up to somebody that might need them more than you. I might look, need permission from my fiance, though. Look, after, I, I, after I'll, saying I'll, I'll say that probably is true. I've looked at offering my left ankle to Charlotte Hornets players this season. I mean, season. it's a very common thing that we say, like, oh, if someone's knee gets hurt, oh, he can have my knee. Well, no, I think no, that, no. I think that should, you know, that should extend. It all changes once we go right below the belt, though. <laughs> like, you can't go to that area and say, oh, it's common. This is what we do. No, nobody's ever offered that before. I don't think so <laughs> yeah um but we appreciate you for bringing sir minty nonetheless didn't mean to hijack your program but i wanted to make sure fitty uh, after what happened last night to north carolina i feel like you needed to pick me up yeah and i'm glad you didn't wear your indiana striped pants in the building do you have do you have the candy striped pants I, J- julianne actually gave it to me uh first christmas we were together she gave me some candy striped pants those things wow. are pretty fire i really i got my grandpa sweatpants like that because he played at indiana i, I can't wear them though because like PhD ways, they are too big for me now. Oh, look at you! They're You're like, a sexy. They're, they're like on Willie. the floor now. They, they they would be like the the boot cut jeans, basically well, from uh, the nineties. We do Perhaps. need to get you some new ones, Perhaps. man. Yeah, I can't wait to see the new wardrobe. You're gonna be look. You are. You look fantastic. I appreciate it. Man. I just want you to know that that's Willie P. And you know what? I want you to hijack this program tomorrow, and we can talk about some U.S. soccer. What time tomorrow? I don't know. Let's go to our producer. Uh, let me check with uh, the other voice of a, of, a, of a Queen City sports team. We got Sam Farber on tomorrow. Right. Once I confirm He's with important him, I'll let you know. And uh, Wendy's nephew says that your nuggets are dry. We Bye, almost guys. got there. We almost <laughs> got there. Um, it's the last segment of Wesson Walker. Real quickly, let's go to what happened on this day in sports history. Oh. What's oh. on tap also? <laughs> <laughs> we can do that first. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. You can join our e-club to stay up to date on all things Twin Peaks and score free stuff. Visit TwinPeaksRestaurant.com slash Peaks-Club. You can catch the Buffalo Bills and the New England Patriots go at each other 8-15 on Amazon Prime Video. That's the Thursday night matchup this evening. All right, now let's go to this day in sports history. All right, guys. On this day in 1928... NL President John Hedler became the first person to propose a baseball rule change calling for a 10th man or a designated hitter to bat in place of the pitcher. The The NL would vote in favor of the proposal, but the American League will turn it down. Was he black? Wes Bryant, he was not black. You are a baseball aficionado. Tell me why this is significant. 
Um, because. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, you can replace the pitcher and you get a real hitter and then you can score more. No, what's really significant is that later on, I believe it was in the 19, it was in the 1970s, I'm pretty sure, the AL would adopt the DH mm. the, and the NL would not, the NL did not adopt the DH formally until this past season. And on mm. this day in 1980, Gamecock fans will love this just as much as they love beating Clemson. Uh, running back George Rogers won the Heisman Trophy. Yeah, one that we do not talk about at all, and we probably should a little bit more, but we don't. So big shout to George Rogers What's winning. His nickname Rooster. <laughs> I don't know. What would he sound like though? Okay, that'll do it for Weston Walker. We will now head it off to the Kyle Bailey Show. <laughs> They'll keep you right here on Sports Radio, uh, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. It's the Kyle Bailey Show alongside Smoke Ludwig.